Hey, this is Sam Brock, and you're listening to The People Podcast. Welcome into episode 15 of The People Podcast, where we are highlighting the St. Anthony's story. St. Anthony's is a nonprofit in San Francisco that does a lot for the local community. They serve meals, they help provide addiction recovery services, they provide free clothes, and the list goes on and on. One of these programs is the free clothing program, and the manager of this program is Sam Brock. Sam was nice enough to join the show to talk about what the free clothing program does for the less fortunate in San Francisco, and they're cooking up a lot of stuff that is really serving the community. So it was really fun to hear about it. During this time of year, everyone is thinking about giving gifts or receiving gifts, but unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are not able to provide for themselves or for others. So it's great to hear a story like St. Anthony's that looks out for others and especially during this time, just gives them an opportunity to have some hope and belief in themselves. So shout out to Sam for joining the show and shout out to St. Anthony's for all the great work they do for the community. It was a real honor to highlight their story and I think you're going to enjoy it as well. Sam, it's great to have you on the show. How are you today? I'm doing well, Brian. Thanks for having me. Before we get into everything St. Anthony's does, Sam, how long have you been with the nonprofit? Uh, I've been here for a little over three years now. I started out as the assistant manager in the free clothing program. And then as we expanded some of our services, I was elevated to the manager position earlier this year. And how did you initially start working with St. Anthony's? Were you always interested in working for a nonprofit? Yeah, I actually been working in nonprofits in San Francisco for the last six years. Uh, I've kind of always known about St. Anthony's and the work that they've done in the community. Um, after a few different stops here and there, I did find my way uh, to the foundation. I was always interested in working uh, in homeless services and other uh, poverty services. And so once the job opening came up, I was excited to apply. Uh, met an amazing team, and it's definitely surpassed my expectations. The nonprofit helps serve meals, provide clean clothing, and support people with addiction recovery services on top of a whole lot of other things. But can you describe what exactly you do and what your typical day looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So I run the free clothing program. It's our second largest program at St. Anthony Foundation behind the dining room. We invite people into our free clothing store uh, to have a shopping experience. Uh, everything is free. We run it based off a menu system. So uh, usually the menu allows people to get between two and three outfits worth of clothing. Uh, a typical day, uh, serve individuals in the morning, uh, people 18 and over, they come and shop for themselves. And in the afternoon, we turn the whole store over, bring some children's clothing in, Uh, and turn it into a family store for people to come shop. That's really cool. I love the boutique style setup where people are allowed to just come in and pick whatever they want to wear. I was watching a video on the free clothing program on the St. Anthony's website, and it was talking about how you guys do a very thorough, high quality check to make sure that you're not just giving away any clothes, you're giving away clothes that respect people and clothes that people will want to wear. Can you elaborate a little on why that's so important? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so first of all, the boutique model that you're talking about, it's all about dignity of choice. Uh, People deserve to choose what they they need, what they want. Um, But also, you know, we don't want to just fill that store with clothing that 
it's full of holes or stains or anything like that, you or I wouldn't want to go shop in the store uh, where we found stuff on the racks that were full of holes and things like that. So we put each article of clothing through a very rigorous uh, quality check. Um, we work with a lot of volunteers throughout the city, both corporate uh, school volunteers and individual volunteers that come in and they check each article of clothing three different times to make sure we're not giving out anything with stains, rips, tears, anything like that. Once the clothing makes it through that quality check, it makes its way into our store. And we're confident that our guests are receiving the highest quality clothing that we can provide. Um, with that, all that said, I do have to give a shout out to our clothing donors. They do an amazing job of ensuring that they're not just donating things that they want to throw away. They're donating things that people will need and people will want. Just looking at the numbers, St. Anthony's website says that the free clothing program serves 10,000 San Franciscans each year with over 350,000 articles of clothing distributed each year. When you think of all the people you've impacted with this program, is there a moment or two that particularly stands out to you? Yeah, I, I would say that the, the most impactful uh, moment for me in the last few years. It's, and it's been rough because the pandemic kind of put this on hold, but we've traditionally run a back to school day event for uh, family guests that come through our program. It's a really amazing event where kids get back to school outfits of clothing and they get, uh, you know, some free books with, with a partner of ours, uh, Chronicle Books in San Francisco. Uh, we give out backpacks full of school supplies. Uh, and a nice winter coat and a pair of shoes. Uh, it, it's, it's an amazing event. We serve over 100 families at this event, and it, it's just really nice to see all the kids excited to go back to school and all the parents excited to uh, – you know, have some nice stuff for their kids to send them back to school. That's awesome. And it sounds like a really fun event. I wanted to ask you about something new that you guys are putting together, the Hygiene Hub. Sam, I know that's a brand new free shower and free laundry program that works in conjunction with the free clothing program. How did that come up and uh, how's it been going? Yeah, I mean, this all started a few years back. We ran a uh, a foundation-wide survey of our guest community. We really asked them, like, hey, what are some of the things that you, you're you in need of? What are the, some of the things that you have a really difficult time accessing? And especially for our unsheltered guests, we, re- we realized that um, showers and laundry are a huge gap in the services that are provided in the city. Um, from there, uh, my manager and the manager of our uh, hygiene services department itself, David Watterson, uh, came up with a plan to open up a free shower and laundry program. He did a bunch of research into what would be needed, the investment that would needed to be made, and the ongoing, uh, the ongoing investment that needed to be made to do this. Uh, the leadership of our foundation uh, was very excited to approve this. That's happened about one year ago in December of last year. And, uh, we hit the ground running in the new year in 2021 worked with, uh, maybe construction and, uh, uh, some great contractors to come out and transform one of the floors in our building into a free shower program, uh, with three separate facilities, two ADA accessible and uh, one non ADA accessible shower. It's really beautiful to be honest. Um, it, it's, probably nicer than any bathroom that I've taken a shower in. Um, but yeah, full facilities, running water and everything, uh, have uh, uh, toilets and showers in the facilities themselves. And then right next door, we, uh, we have uh, four 
laundry machines for people to come in and, and do their laundry with us. Uh, we provide everything that's needed, the soap, uh, the, the facilities themselves. And then, yeah, this has just been, it's been an amazing transformation for our guest community and for our staff. Uh, it's been going really well. Um, we're still in the early phases of opening this program. Uh, we, you know, we have staff on hand that, that are helping run this program right now. And, uh, it's been about four weeks, about one month of actually having people taking showers on site and doing laundry. Um, and we're excited to see it grow. Sounds like it's doing really good, Sam. And I hope it's uh, able to continue to grow in the city. You touched on this a little bit earlier, but the COVID pandemic, what were some of the biggest challenges that you had to go through during that unexpected time? And how were you able to adjust to continue to provide services for people? Yeah, that was a, that was really difficult. It's difficult for everyone. Um, I think the biggest challenge for us is, uh, is just we had to fundamentally change our services. We're so used to serving our guests in this kind of intimate boutique style uh, setting where guests can come in and shop for the things that they need. And when the pandemic hit, we realized like we can't do that. We can't invite our guests inside right now. Um, and so we, we changed, uh, how we did our dining room, how we did our technology access program and how we did our free clothing program by moving everything outdoors. Uh, one of the great things that happened was the 100 block of golden gate. Uh, we were able to close that whole block down between 6am and 3pm every day so that we could run these services outdoors uh, for the clothing program itself. We decided that the best way to address the immediate needs of our community uh, was to create these clothing kits. Uh, those kits would include a, a sweater, a t-shirt, socks and underwear, and uh, a pair of pants, something that's pretty easy to just give someone a change of clothes. Uh, with that said, we also gave out shoes and bags, belts, hats, purses, all, anything that people may need. And of course, the clothing item of the last year, uh, cloth masks. We ran that for about 13 months, maybe 14 months. And then uh, this past summer, we were able to move back indoors and kind of slowly reopen our old service. Uh, but with all that said, something, you know, a silver lining of the pandemic for us, uh, if there is one, was we learned that this kind of turnkey urgent clothing program that we were able to run was great for our guests. And we've continued to do that. We've continued to uh, create kits for people to be able to give out a change of clothes, especially before people take showers. Uh, and if anybody comes to our block, we're able to provide them with a change of clothes uh, pretty quickly. That's great. And I'm sure that that is very much appreciated and onward and upward, you know, moving on from the pandemic and getting back to normalcy in a way. Um, you talked about the new hygiene hub, Sam, but what else is St. Anthony's cooking up right now uh, as you look towards the future? In reality, it, it's, it's reopening our services. Uh, you know, the pandemic was extremely difficult on our guest community. Uh, we, we saw an increase in need. Uh, we saw an increase in, um, yeah, need for the services that we provide. And, you know, we were a little uh, limited in what we were able to do. I mean, obviously moving everything outdoors. I think the, the thing I'm most excited about um, would be eventually reopening our dining room for indoor service. Uh, we're currently still serving guests out on the 100 block of Golden Gate. We set up a kind of a makeshift dining room out on the, the closed block every day and take it, tear it down every day. Um, it's really difficult to do that uh, in the winter months, uh, especially when it rains. 
um, we have tents and everything for people to eat at, but nothing really beats going into the dining room at St. Anthony's and seeing the community that's being built there. Uh, it, it's, it's truly a dining room. It's, it's not a soup kitchen. It's not a bread line or anything like that. It, it truly is a community dining space. And so I'm excited to see that reopen. And I'm excited about what our dining room staff is, is doing after hours to use that space as a community space, whether it's inviting people down to play bingo or have a board game day or, or any of the other things that they're thinking of doing as well. Um, that's the best part of working at St. Anthony's is seeing how anyone and everyone can interact with each other, how our staff interacts with our guests and our volunteers come in and, and build community with our guests as well. And, it's all shared with a hot meal or an experience shopping in our free clothing program or just accessing the internet in our technology lab. So I'm excited to see our services increase uh, and us to get back to some level of normalcy. Well, the St. Anthony's website has the mantra, hope serve daily, and that's exactly what you guys do. If there's others listening out there that want to help serve hope and help with St. Anthony's, how can they do so? Uh, there's plenty of ways. I mean, first and foremost, come down and volunteer with us. Uh, it's a great experience, um, whether you're serving a meal to someone or you're a personal shopper in our free clothing store. One of our, our ideas is that, like, through healing, we are healed. Through service, we are served. And so to be able to do that and to be able to uh, work with us, with the community, work with our staff and our, our guests, um, it, it's a really beautiful experience. Other ways, of course, you can donate money or donate clothing to us. Uh, we're, you know, we run our free clothing program on donations only. Uh, we have some amazing donors out there and um, some incredible partnerships with companies throughout the Bay Area that help support this program. And so we're always looking for uh, other partnerships to make and other ways to work with people on free clothing. Well, that's great to hear, and I will have the website in the episode description, but it's www.stanthonysf.org if anyone listening wants to volunteer. And Sam, I got to meet you in person and come out there myself and volunteer. I, I would love to connect with the people and see what the operation is like in person. Yeah, that sounds great. We'll get you set up as a, as a personal shopper. Uh, you got to bring your best fashion skills there, but Otherwise, it's going to be a great experience. Sounds good. I can't wait. Well, Sam, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about your story and talk about the St. Anthony's story. Thanks for joining the show and uh, look forward to connecting in the future. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. Well, that's a wrap for episode 15 of the People Podcast. Really thankful for Sam for joining the show and talking about all the cool stuff he does and St. Anthony's does to serve the local community and look out for the people that need people to look out for them. This was one of my favorite episodes I've done because anytime you're highlighting the local community and people in need, it's always extra special. So I'm really thankful that I was able to put this episode together. Episode 15 is done, but episode 16 is going to bring a new fun interview with a really cool guest. And I got a little tease for this one. Episode 11 had our first giveaway when we had a Bandit gift card giveaway. Episode 16 is going to have our second giveaway in show history, and I'm really fired up for everyone to see what that is. Thanks, as always, for listening, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday.